Welcome to the Houston Racquet Club Insider Podcast. This is the exclusive show for our team members, where it is all about the who, what, where, and why of this amazing show. But before we begin, here's some food for thought. Hello, my name is Dwight Edwards, and I've got a story I'd like to share with you today. But before we talk about the story, I want to give you one of my all-time favorite quotes. It comes from President Theodore Roosevelt. He said this, Far better it is to dare mighty things, to win glorious triumphs, even though checkered by failure, than to rank with those poor spirits who neither enjoy nor suffer much because they live in the gray twilight that knows neither victory nor defeat. He had every reason to remain the lowlands of soft and easy living. Born into an affluent and prestigious New England family, beset with many childhood infirmities, he could have easily thrown in the towel of extraordinary living. But Theodore Roosevelt refused to live life pitying himself or to settle for less than the best life had to offer. His attitude toward taking the higher road is perhaps best reflected in one of his most memorable quotations. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbled or where the doer of the deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes up short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, who does actually try to do the deed, who knows the great enthusiasm, the great devotion, and spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails daring greatly. Far better it is to dare mighty things to win glorious triumphs, even though checkered by failure, than to rank with those poor spirits who neither enjoy nor suffer much because they live in the gray twilight that knows neither victory nor defeat. The higher road. It isn't easy, it isn't quick, and it isn't safe. And there are so, so many good reasons not to take it. But the alternative is just to play safe, eliminate all daring, and remain entrenched in lowland comforts. In other words, to settle for the existence, in other words, to settle for existence rather than life. And as he said, to live in the gray twilight that knows neither victory nor defeat. Interestingly, this same uh, President Roosevelt understood well the lure of vanilla living. In a letter from 1917, he writes, the things that will destroy America are prosperity at any price, peace at any price, safety first instead of duty first, and love of soft living and the get-rich-quick theory of life. Wow, 1917, things haven't changed much, have they? But fortunately, the higher road is still open for all of us. Regardless of how old we are, how badly have we failed, or how comfortable we've become. Roosevelt and a myriad of higher road travelers beckon us to follow in their footsteps. Let's not disappoint them. Flashpoint, go for the higher road, leave the lowlands, to the others. This is Dwight Edwards. I hope you have a great, great day and for sure, for sure, take the higher road. July 12th, 2019, and that also means two things. Today is a milestone. Um, HRC Insider Podcast number 10. I can't believe it. It's like we just started with uh, Chakia back in March, and here we are. And the second thing is also uh, happy birthday, Sicily. July 12th is Sicily's uh, special day, so I uh, wish her a happy birthday when you see her today. 
And for now, um, as usual, I'd like to share a couple of common cards, but this time I have one that addresses an entire group of people, and it is from Lisa Miranda. Remember, uh, this was written on June 22nd. I always enjoy the kindness and thoughtfulness of the entire grill staff. Each staff member is so helpful and gracious. It is always a joy to come to the HRC. She even drew a heart, and Daniel was the server that day. Great compliments. Thank you so much for submitting that. Another uh, special mention I got was from uh, Berta in the catering office. Um, she wrote about Isaac. Isaac has been at the club the longest. He has so much knowledge of wine. His peers may have no idea what he has what he has done for the club or what he knows and all the places he has traveled to to get his certifications. And on that note, if you ever need support uh, in that regard, we uh, are working on assisting our employees. There was a recent scholarship program offered and we continue to uh, assist employees, hopefully um, along the way. And uh, the longer this goes on, the more powerful this becomes. Recently, Suzanne attended a uh, seminar launch over at River Oaks Country Club with a new internship program that we would like to uh, pursue here at the Racket Club just to grow our team and make them even stronger. Now, what kind of milestones do we have this month? Upcoming anniversary, Mario, uh, actually in two days from now, on the 14th, Mario and Maintenance will be with us for 10 years. Unbelievable. Give them uh, your congratulations and a pat on the back. He works very hard. It's done a great, many great things for the club every day. I'd like to welcome and congratulate Marcy Gleaves, our new head swim coach. And in the kitchen, in the pastry kitchen, we have uh, Dijon Smith. He is a pastry cook. And then in the kids club, we have, welcome back, Lumai Gomez. I remember Lumai. Thank you for being back at the club. And a uh, couple of announcements. Uh, but before I get to that, if you remember, we had a, an employee meeting a couple of months ago, and we had an exercise where we went through and you wrote um, your personal things uh, or input on paper we had all around the ballroom. So I took, since this is July and a lot of people are traveling, the sheet that shows uh, the question, the answer to the question, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? Karina says, Dubai, beautiful scenery. Jonathan Mueller says, France, Paris, to learn the culture and language. Bexida says Africa because of the culture. Esteban Ramos also says Dubai. He would love to see the buildings. Alanda Juarez Sosa says Egypt for the culture and buildings. Suzanne Sassels, French Polynesia, soak up the sun and the culture. Isaac, of course, Seed of Inyards in Alsace. Carola in the Kids Club. Peru, best place in the world, friends and family. Carrie Riley, I would love to visit Turkey. And Greece, they are beautiful places, surrounded by beautiful water, unlike Galveston. Well, Carrie, I'm heading to Galveston this weekend, but I'm still excited. I'm getting away for a couple of days. <laughs> Sicily, actually, by the time this podcast comes out, that was last weekend. But anyhow, Sicily wrote Italy and Sicily. I've always wanted to visit where my family and namesake is from. Marco Tacan, Rome, because there's many old ancient things to look at. Amanda, Italy, knowing Spanish may help a little, so I won't feel completely lost, but I would still be very new and adventurous. 
I tell you, man, that's the biggest joy is when you have to do sign language to get a hot dog or whatever it is you need for lunch. Keith Carrillo says, Hawaii, I want to skydive. Jakia also says, Dubai. Jackie Buser, the Galapagos Islands, see the animals. Joel Rincon, Dubai, to see how broke I am. <laughs> it's funny. Maricela Padilla says, England and Buckingham Palace. And Nemesio Acapulco, it is my favorite. And finally, uh, Elvira says, El Salvador, the beaches are so pretty. Thank you all for sharing that. I will give you additional uh, employee comments in future podcasts about the other subjects uh, we covered during that meeting. A couple of things, if you don't know, or you should know, HRC has 12 core service values. And I want to thank Club Manager Sonny McDaniel for picking up our uh, sessions again. So from through August, every Wednesday at 9.15 and 3.15, we will uh, offer the sessions again. They are required for all staff. Uh, to attend at least one class per quarter, and uh, your supervisor will work with you to schedule your session. On that note, it's important just for all of us to be on the same page when it comes to anything Racket Club, employees, members, and so forth. Okay, um, I want to give something away again just to say thank you. So this time, and uh, all of you who have uh, emailed me again at engage at houstonracketclub.com, I got good old cash for you, $200 Amazon gift card to give away. And that will be at the podcast on the 26th, the drawing. And since this is the 10th podcast, email me again only to that email address, engage at houstonracketclub.com in order from episode one, podcast number one, through podcast number 10 today, all names of the featured employees and one thing that they shared during the podcast. Don't forget their last name. If you don't know, you're going to have to make an effort. But again, remember, the purpose of this podcast is for you to get to know each other better. So don't be shy and find out. Go to the podcast library and listen if you have to, or see the employees to find out. And now with that, let's. Uh, I want to say happy summer. I am going to take a couple of weeks off, but um, I'll be back very soon after this podcast airs. So if you're wondering... Why you haven't seen me, that's why. I, I'll be at the beautiful turquoise beaches of Galveston for a couple of days and then working in my garage. With that said, here's today's uh, special guest. Today's special featured employee of the Racket Club is someone I've known for many, many years. He is working in a fitness center. He actually came out of retirement uh, many years ago to come join us here at the Racket Club. I'm talking about Vicente Lasano. Hello, Vicente. Hello, Mr. Thomas. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you off for the day? You're just here to have a quick conversation? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing this. And um, we always start the podcast off by introducing you to everybody. So just tell us where you're from and um, how did you come to the racket club and where did you work before and all of that. Okay. My name is Vicente Lascano. I'm coming from Mexico, very close to Puebla. And I come. I moved to United States, Houston, in 1970. I started to work in the Houston University Club of Houston, and after that, I moved work in the City Club too. And so the University Club was that was in a galleria. In galleria. Yeah. Yeah, I worked over there for 34 years. You know, I never worked at that club. All the other clubs I worked, I never worked there. Yes, sir. Yeah, but we met there. 
Yes, sir. In the early 90s. And then you and I worked together at the City Club for what? Uh, maybe for 10 years. No, I wasn't there that long. You were. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Okay. So you were, was um, the University Club was your first job? Yes, sir. Okay. I, sir, I couldn't come here. I stayed. Yeah. And how old were you when you came to the States? 34 years. In the United States, I have it right now. Now, how, how old were you when you came? Oh, 30 years. Maybe you, 28. 28. 28, yeah. 28, yeah. okay. I started working. I saved some money. I moved to Mexico and married. Come back to here. When, when did you get married? In 1970, I think so. Well, congratulations. Wow. I have three kids. So it's going to be a big anniversary next year. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, you are the youngest of how many kids? The 19. How many? 19. 19 children. 19. You had a hard upbringing, right? That's, it's, uh, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. For right? your parents. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, talk about, um, talk about your, uh, your mom and your dad. I know your, your, your dad, how old was he? My, my, my Your father. My father... When I born, how, how old was he? He, he was 102 years. 102? So yeah, when he passed away, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, Lindsay, when you talked to Lindsay, she wrote down, when you were 14 years old, you told your mom, your mother, that one day you don't have to work anymore. Yes, sir. Yeah? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. She said, you are too, too young. You know, I, I never got to tell my mom, but I told my wife that many years ago. I said, one day you don't have to work anymore. Uh, it's a good goal, right? This is life. Yeah. It's yeah. life. It's the appreciation I have for my mother, for my parents. Yeah. So the poster for the HRC Insider podcast, the poster has an interesting picture. Um, talk about that black and white picture and you in the boxing gloves. Well, uh, this is a picture I was maybe 20, 22 years old. I went to to fight to Durango, Durango, mm-hmm. and the the fight was eight rounds, and I I, I went for knockout in seven rounds. You were in a boxing ring for seven rounds. Yes, sir. Who won? Yo, of me, course. Me, me, me. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I won in seven in yeah. seven rounds. I put knockout to the guy. That's a, that's a great picture. I like that Thank picture, you. and it's a great history. You're the only boxer I know that works at the racket club. Boy, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really. Are you um, you still very strong? Every time we shake hands, and you 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 got a good grip. I try to make exercise every day. You know, it's part of my life. Yeah, you exercise every day. Yes, sir. Yeah, and you're what are you now? 73? 72? 75. Se- 75. 75. Well, you can still crush my hands. It's crazy. <laughs> no, no, no. You too strong. Yeah. Well, here at the racket club, what is it? What is it you like about the racket club? Well, uh, I like everything, you know, because uh, I think so. I have uh, friends in here. The people, I respect the people. People respect to me. Uh, I like, uh, you know, I'm you in the city club, and you're still here. Also, my cousin Pedro, he working here long time ago. Yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry when he passed away, you know, but maybe this was my opportunity to come to the racket club. And I remember when his family coming and talk away in the office, yeah. they might hear. Yeah. So when you go out, you see me, say, why are you not here? Because so, my family. That's right. So, oh, that's right. I ran yeah, in. What yeah, are you doing yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, I forgot about Pedro was wonderful. Yeah. Good yeah. guy. Good yeah, guy. Yeah. Good guy. So 
Because I bring to his family here because I need to answer for insurance, something like that. So when you go out, you say, why you not here? Mm-hmm. Say, mm-hmm. I say, here with my family. Yeah. He, you know, say, what are you doing now? No, I'm retired. Say, no, no, you, I remember you give me your business card. Call me, you can't <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> That's yeah. a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. six years ago. You know, at that time, I, I was building the team here at the Racket Club. We were yeah. going through a tough time, you know, after Hurricane Ike and the economy. Oh, and, and we needed good people. And so when, when you came over, I was elated. You know, you and Damn. Christina was my first hire, you know, yeah. from City Club. and. Yes, sir. And of course, Blake joined us almost about I nine rem- years ago. And I remember all these people. In there. Yeah, I remember yeah. The people. Doesn't that feel like family? It was. I, I, yeah. I feel you know. I have friends. I have family here. Uh, I remember my my cousin every day when I stay coming here. Do the clothes nice? People is nice. Yeah. Everything do I think was okay. Yeah. So he, everybody, everybody, yeah, go together. So you come better. You, and that's exactly right. So for twenty, for twenty-eight years, I'm reading here, you worked two jobs. Two jobs. Twenty-eight years, you worked at the University Club and the City Club. Yeah, City Club and Huawei Tower is uh, different. But it's a three place: uh, Huawei Towers, City Club, University Club, and now Rocket Club. So, so I see. I think so. This you is know, my last job. We have a we have a lot of people here that worked at the Warwick, you know, like Isaac and everybody else. You know, I used to work at the Warwick too, but not in the towers. I worked over in the in the hotel. Yeah, I listen about that. You know, the before after that, it's a Sasa Hotel now. Yeah, that's right. that's right. I, I work in the front. You know, I start to work over there. I stay twenty years in there. In the in the in, in the, the Warwick, Warwick towers. In the Warwick, twenty years. Okay, what were you doing in the towers? Ballet, ballet park. Valet. Ballet, ballet. Okay, I hope Sunny is listening. We need Maybe we need yes. more valets. <laughs> So, well, um, when you come to work every day, right? What time do you start in the morning? Uh, well, uh, I, c- I come go to work here at one o'clock to nine o'clock. You work the yeah, afternoon shift now. Yes, right. But in the morning, in the morning, I go to the gym. And I go make a little exercise. I come back to my house. I make my breakfast. I rest a little bit and I, t- I change my clothes and I come in here. Seventy-five years old, goes works out, has lunch, change, <laughs> yes, come to the racket club. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and every time you hear, I never see you standing still. Uh, almost, uh, I'll be honest. I like it to be uh, coming early. You know, I live uh, maybe thirty minutes from here. Yeah. But almost the times I live in my house at twelve o'clock. You know, and I come in to here, and sometimes look a little shy and take a little seat and I start to work. What do you like most about your job here at the Racket Club? What do you like the most? I like everything, you know, but I, for example, you know, uh, I like to fix, you know, for example, machi- the train machine, you know, but, the equipment. you know, mm-hmm. the equipment, but, you know, I don't have this opportunity here, so I go in the locker room, and uh, I feel happy when, you know, the members say, thank you very much because you keep the place clean, and the people, the members, I like, you know, they say, thank you, thank you, it's clean, or it's loose fine, or something like that, you know. Doesn't take, doesn't take a lot, right? Yeah. Make people happy? Yeah. You know, so I, 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 I know what they need, you know, and so I try to get everything for them. When they need something, they find, or, or, or I see that he's looking for something, I ask them, you need some help, or something like that. Oh, okay, say I need Bende or I need Sand. You know, I was looking Good. for that. Give me a few minutes. 
So you're 75 years old. For 28 years, you worked from um, 6 in the morning until 11 p.m. at the city club and at the, at the university club. And, you know, we have a lot of young employees here during yeah. the summer, you know? Yeah. So if you can give them, well, not if, I know you can, what advice would you give the, the, the employees that are just starting or the ones that are working hard like you and are tired and they're working two jobs? What can you tell them? Okay, for example, when I see the students, because they come to work here, I say, digo, hey, how's the job? Oh, it's hard, it's very hard. Digo, okay, stay at the school. In the school, you have a future. Here's go, only. You know, when you have my age, maybe you can pull towels or you check around and everything. But now's the time you go to school. Mm-hmm. You know, the best way is to stay in school because, you know, if you have education, you have a better opportunities. You don't have education, you have nothing. Mm-hmm. You need to work hard for survive. Mm-hmm. And sometimes fail because you, some people, they need to understand that, you know, it's, life is nice, but it's not easy. That's right. And, and you, you, everybody needs to sacrifice. If you sacrifice, you can live better later. But oh, yeah. I, I tell them, you know, the, the, the school is not easy because the school was easy. Everybody could go to school. But school it was hard, so you make a sacrifice now. Tomorrow you can live better. That's right. Well, thank you. And um, what, did, what did your father say to you? Um, there's a reason for everything or something like that? What is it he said to you when you were a kid? Or Lindsay wrote down that you said God has a reason for everything that happens. Well, so everything happens for a reason. Yeah, well, I think so. Yeah, you know, if you go in the way, if everything you can find in there. Sometimes you you know see the the hole and you fall, mm-hmm. but you need to have a strong to go up. You know, you stay in the way because it's life. Life, you know, it's very no easy. Sometimes maybe we can fall two or three times. But we need to have the stress for coming out and go out. Go. Hey, let me tell you something. When I remember when I fighting, you know, in the box in the drain. Uh, sometimes, you know, the boxers go to the canvas. They need to. I'm sorry, the boxers. They, they, yeah, yeah, they come down to the floor. When they when right. you fight, they go down. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And believe me, you need to have very, very power to pick, let go up. And still fighting again. Mm-hmm. The, the the fight finished when the last burst song does, does not uh, get out. Yeah. So, will you have a power? Will you have a something to do? You need to do. It. It's not easy. Yeah. But you say, it's for example, you want to buy house or buy car or something like that. You need to sacrifice, save the money, for for for, for and, and maybe it's hard. But yeah. can you you can do. You know, propose nothing, you know, do nothing. You know, but you put your spot you, you wish, you can do it. You. That's some, that's some good wisdom there. Thank you, Vicente. You know, the last podcast, um, Alexi said, never, you know, never give up. And you're saying the same thing. And so we're, we're um, running out of time, okay? But I really appreciate you being here today and putting on some headphones and getting in front of a microphone and tell me a little bit about yourself and I should have told you to turn the cell phone off but that's my fault uh, is there anything you want to say to all the racket club employees before we uh, wrap this up well uh, I can say you know I like the team goal and we go to believe me or not you know everybody everybody working here 
they take the money to eat, to pay the rent, to pay the phone. So if we have this job, we need to keep this job running because the money comes from the, the members. Got it. Great advice. <laughs> Vicente, thank you very much. No, thank you to you, Jan, sorry for my English. I know it's not too good. But no, this is good. I really appreciate you taking the time to be in here today. Thank and you. everybody else listening will get to know you more. So thank you again. Thank you very much. My name is Eric the Trainer. I'm a Hollywood physique expert from Los Angeles, California. And today I want to talk to you about the importance of moving your body and being active every single day. You know, when it comes to longevity and anti-aging, they've proven time and time again that those men and women that actually do physical activity on a regular basis live longer, happier lives, ward off depression, and embrace total health. So I know all of us are very busy. We have family commitments. I mean, for those of you that have children or girlfriends or husbands, or if you take care of someone, your time is valuable and your, and your free time is very small. Also, you have hobbies. Even technology itself makes our free time small and boy, it can really cramp your schedule trying to fit in a time to work out or go to the gym or do something active. And yet when you think about the value of life and the value of health, health is wealth. There is no enjoying anything else about life without ultimate health. And the best way to invest in your health is to do something physically active every day. Now that could mean for some of you taking the stairs instead of taking the elevator. Skip the escalator and race up the stairs. Watch what your friends say. It could mean going for a walk during lunch break instead of sitting and eating your lunch. It could mean going to the gym, hiring a personal trainer, and really enjoying the physical activity that a great workout gives you. As a matter of fact, keep in mind that the endorphins that are in your mind that are released during exercise that make you feel very, very good, super happy, and they ward off depression, those will only be released if you are exercising on a regular basis. So take care of yourself, do something physically active every single day, push-ups, walking forward, walking backwards, go for a walk with your dog, take a yoga class, but I want you to do something totally, totally physically active every single day. And don't forget, a great diet goes well with it too. And get some sleep. Have a great day. Thank you for all that you do in engaging with the Houston Racquet Club Insider Podcast. Let us know what you think and please make comments to engage at HoustonRacquetClub.com. That's engaged, E-N-G-A-G-E, at HoustonRacquetClub.com. And when you do, you'll be entered to win a great prize. Now go out and have a fantastic week.